conversations that speak to every color of who you are. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale. Thank you so much for listening, whether you are an avid listener or joining this podcast, maybe for the first time. I am just delighted to share this time with you. At the time that we are recording this, fall is in full swing where I live here in Nashville, Tennessee, and I love this time of year. I know we have a lot of fall lovers and all the colors and the sweaters and the pumpkin spice, everything that's out there. It's just a cozy time, isn't it? I just love it. Here in Nashville, we have a gorgeous fall. Just last week, I got some time to go out on a friend's property and I got there early in the morning with my thermos full of coffee and I just sat and watched sort of the trees swaying and I thought about different times where I have gotten away, whether I was on the road and just went for, you know, a walk in a local park or even around where I live. But I have to say that throughout my life, the times where I have really had just precious times encountered God when I was in nature, it's always been in the fall season. And I think for me, it's because there's just something almost holy about the sound of that wind blowing in those trees, you know, with those crisp, crunchy leaves knocking around and walking on them as you walk and all the colors and the sounds. There just seems to be something of the God that we love in all of that. Can I just highly recommend Even if you just get to a local park, get out there and enjoy this beautiful fall weather. Now, I have to say, this is probably the most of nature that I encounter throughout the year. I'm not really a nature girl. I have my limits. I enjoy it, but in certain boundaries. And I was laughing to myself because I love watching documentaries. And I had just recently come across this documentary called This Mountain Life about a mother and daughter who decide to take a six-month mountain trek from British Columbia across the mountains all the way to Skagway, Alaska. And I'm laughing at myself watching this because... It is so completely out of the realm of possibility for me. I mean, I'm not watching this because I aspire to do it one day. I have no desire. I actually got cold just watching them walk through this frozen tundra day after day after day. But there's just something compelling to me about people's journey and what they take on and set out to accomplish and experience and encounter and the difficulty and the pushing of your mental self and your physical body is just amazing to me, maybe because it feels so far outside of me, but I enjoy watching it so much. I think somehow, even though it doesn't inspire me to that frontier, watching that inspires me to my own frontiers. And 
in this podcast, this season, we've been talking about the discovery of all of the colors of who you are, that it's possible, you know, to go through this life and the life that we live only really taps into or requires so many abilities that we have, giftings, parts of our personality. But the reality is that this multifaceted creative God made us extremely complex. He made you extremely complex. And even when life doesn't require maybe the depth or all the facets of who we are, that God invites us, he gives us an invitation into a deeper discovery of finding out all of those colors with him. And so many times it leads us into new frontiers that we never, ever would have dreamed possible. But it brings life and life more abundantly, life to the fullest. I've been sharing about the study that I have been doing on the power of sound and the sounds that we have around us. And this month on the podcast, I want to take another step that I believe is directly connected to the discovery of the fullness of who we are, and that is our ear or our hearing. I want to share Jeremiah chapter 22. Verse 1, it says, Thus saith the Lord, Go down to the house of the king of Judah and speak there this word. Now, it's interesting because obviously God is compelling his man, Jeremiah, to go to a people and give them words that they need to hear. And the reason that God is doing this is he's sending his word because there is a work he's wanting to do. You know, there's so many things that I appreciate about God. But one of the things that I appreciate so much is that he is a God of action. He's not a God of empty words cliche phrases. You know, even in our Christian culture, in church culture, we can kind of come up and have our own vocabulary, you know, and and they're sort of a lingo and we can have phrases and they can get cliche if we're not careful that we just toss around and they, they start just bouncing around and sort of feeling empty. But God is not like that. His promises are sure, meant to bring things to pass. So God has something that he wants to do, and because he has something he wants to do, he sends his word. Verse 2 says, And say to them, Hear the word of the Lord. What he was saying is, Hear and comprehend it. Understand it in, in your heart. Know that this isn't just information or a good idea or something to cheer you up. This is the word of God. And he's saying, gather together and hear what God is saying to you. And this has so much to do with how much activity of God we have in our life. It could be that we're around his word, which always precedes his work, but we are not taking it maybe as such. We're not taking it as his word. Maybe we've gotten over familiar with the hearing or the preaching of the word. And I believe if we'll take a step back and sort of shake ourselves out of the complacency we have about hearing the word, if we'll 
sharpen our ear, if we'll put greater value on, I'm about to hear what God is saying to me, that it pulls the fullness of us. Every color, it pulls us to the table and says, God, what do you have to say to me? When he told Jeremiah to tell them, hear the word of the Lord, he was saying, hear and comprehend it. Understand it in your heart. Take it as your word from God. Because when it is received as a word from God, it births faith in our heart. And then we can follow it with actions of our obedience. If the word doesn't birth faith in our heart, then it's going to be like that word in the parable Jesus talked about, the seed that fell on stony ground. It wasn't that they weren't present for the conference. It wasn't that they didn't hear the message. It wasn't that they weren't at church. It wasn't that they, you know, didn't watch the service on YouTube. They heard it, but they they weren't taking it as God's word for me for right now. And because of that, it didn't birth faith in their heart. The word of God always stirs. It causes a new beginning, and it gives us what we need to follow that with taking actions of obedience. When you think about all of that is connected to how we hear, wow. He goes on and he says, now that I have your attention, here's some things that I want to say to you that I have for you to do. It says, thus saith the Lord, I want you to execute judgment and righteousness. What he was saying is, as my people, as my representatives in the earth, What I want you to do is make decrees, bring verdicts, speak to situations and circumstances. It actually means to give a sentence. All this is wrapped up in what God is telling us as his children. He wants us to do. He wants us to use our authority. But with authority comes great responsibility. And our authority, what we're to address and take authority over, is directly connected to how and what we hear. What did Jesus say? I only say what I hear my father say. I only do what I see my father do. I was thinking just yesterday about some time I spent with an awesome woman of God. I've had the privilege of getting to know. Her name is Ann Jimenez. And if you don't know who Ann Jimenez is, that's a good Google search right there. She's a powerful woman of God, so strong in the Lord, strong in body. I'm getting ready to go celebrate with her and a large number of people her 90th birthday. And this woman is just out preaching the gospel every week. She's just a shero. I mean, if you ever could find a shero, she's one of them. But I remember one night after a meeting, I was sitting in a hotel lobby in Washington, D.C. We were sitting there talking, having dinner with her and her daughter. She looked across the table and she said, Jennifer, you want to know what I have learned is the key to success in life and ministry? And I said, absolutely. Yes, I really want to know. And Jimenez who has walked in power and integrity and such a profound, prolific relationship with God. 
Yeah, I want to know, what have you learned? And this is what she said. Always protect your hearing God. Then she said, because if you can hear God, if you can hear what God is saying to you, you are going to make it. She said, if you can hear what God is saying to you, you will be able to do anything and everything he leads you to. Everything, she said, is connected to your hearing. I'll tell you what, it pinned me to my seat. And I thought, I'm never going to forget this. Our hearing and how we hear is worth protecting, isn't it? I'll tell you what that's looked like for me. It's been about doing a checkup, about not getting passe, about hearing the Word of God, hearing God speak to me. For the past probably three weeks or so, the Lord has been waking me up early in the morning. You know, one of those where it's before your alarm clock even goes off. And most of those mornings, you know, I'm already getting up early to travel, catch a flight or get to a meeting. And he's just been waking me up early and just drawing me that he's wanted me to get up to spend time with him or get my Bible and show me something in the word. And just sort of not seriously, but sort of kidding around. I've been complaining. I've been joking around, kind of going, oh, the Lord woke me up again this morning, you know, at whatever time. And and I'm thinking, God, can't we talk, you know, after I have coffee? And I've just made that joke. And I'll tell you what, the Lord, so thankful, but the Lord just checked me on it in my heart. And I thought, I never want to complain about the God of the universe wanting to speak to me, that he is so eager to get my attention. Anything that he has to say to me, God's wanting to lead me. He's wanting to show me something. He's wanting to speak to me. Please wake me up. Please stir my sleep. Because that that word in me hearing him speak that word, whatever it might be, what could be more valuable? The Bible says, and we've heard it quoted so many times, Jesus said that man does not live by bread alone, but by, what are we living by? Every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And that is his written word, but it's also his spoken word. Words are still proceeding out of the mouth of God. There are things that the Holy Spirit is wanting to speak to you each and every day. Jesus told his disciples, and he spoke to us in Acts chapter 1 in verse 8. He said, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. It goes on to say, And you shall be witnesses of me. He was talking about this power, this infilling, this baptism of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus told the disciples, you're going to need to be filled with the Spirit because one of the Holy Spirit's job is to lead and guide you into all truth. I'll tell you what, in the world you and I are living in, we need to be led into truth on a daily basis because our world is in such chaos The world outside of God is trying to make what is false, what is broken, 
what is twisted and deformed and call it truth. Our world outside of God is taking wrongs and calling them right. And this is the world that you and I have to traverse in and interact with every single day. I'm telling you, you need the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of you, being the spirit of truth, leading you in truth, saying this is truth and this is not. This is truth and this is not. We need a sharpened ear in the Old Testament. The Bible actually called it a circumcised ear. It was talking about an ear that's committed to the hearing of God, that there's nothing more valuable. Jesus also said that the Holy Spirit's job was to show us things to come. The reality is the current condition of the world is giving us a choice, really, to run and hide and panic and in fear, to get passe about the voice of God, the word of God, or we could step up boldly and move forward, not by our own idea, not by speaking our own truth, but by speaking his truth. And in doing so, we could actually grow and move forward in faith. We could step into all of those facets and those colors that God called us to be, even in a time like this, when it's causing others to shut down. God is saying, I actually want to open you up. This is a time that by hearing what God is saying We could see the kingdom of God extended and expanded like never before. I believe if we will sharpen our ear, perhaps we could see the greatest atmosphere for promotion, for advancement, and for miracles of God in our lives. But I want to just say it's going to take a sharpening up of some things. You know, the Bible tells us that Judgment is not meant for his church. It's not meant for his bride. God's judgment is not meant for you and I. But he does give us an invitation to judge ourselves. And I'll tell you, it's serious work. It's not for the weak at heart. It's strong. It's tough. But I would rather be tough on myself, tough on my hearing to get the benefits and to walk closely with the voice of the Lord. In this world that is just so full of synthetic, fake living, people are searching desperately for what is real. And this really is our chance for you and I to be that positive influence for God. And so it's calling us to, can I just really say it so plain and bluntly as I can, It's calling us to get over ourselves, to make the necessary adjustments and step forward with God. And I know that you and I will be absolutely amazed at the instant power and work of grace that presents itself to the world through you and I. All that can happen just by hearing the voice of God. So it's a time to sharpen ourselves up. Here's what I want to say I think that looks like. One, we've got to stop blaming others. Stop blaming our circumstances, our situation, 
well, I'd really love to, but I can't because of A, B, and C. If people would just leave me alone, if there weren't so many problems around me, we've just got to stop playing the blame game because we're only going to push off what is waiting for us from the Lord. We got to stop making excuses. And I believe we've got to make a decision that we are not going to ride the coattails of somebody that is stronger than us. We're going to do what's necessary to hear from God for ourselves, to hear his word, to receive it with a comprehending, understanding heart, to get up early if that's what it takes, to carve out time in the middle of the day if that's what it takes to set aside the Netflix show, even the cool documentary at night and pull away to hear what God is saying. What he said to Jeremiah was, hear the word of the Lord, hear my heart, hear what I'm saying, hear how I'm leading you. Other people might be doing things this way, but I've got directives for you and I've got a world for you to impact. Let me pray over you today. God, I thank you for every person that's listening right now. Lord, the desire of our heart is to hear you. Lord, first and foremost, I just want to address and take authority over any lying thoughts of condemnation. Father, that we're not enough, that we can't hear you. Jesus, you said in your word that we know your voice and no other voice would we follow. You declared that we know you, that your spirit that dwells on the inside of us resonates. It's in sync with our spirit and it cries, Abba, Father, Lord, when we got born again, we were born knowing your voice. So we call down feelings and words of condemnation that would try and convince us otherwise. And we say, that's a lie. We call it a lie and we bring it into the light. Father, now we take our hearing ear that's already created and hardwired to hear your voice. And Father, we humble ourselves and we submit and surrender our hearing to you. Father, we say that we will value the hearing of your word, the preaching of your word, the hearing of your voice more than we have been. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to sharpen our heart, sharpen our ear to hear. We thank you, Father, for eyes that see and ears that hear. Lord, that faith would be birthed in our hearts for us to take action on what you're saying and move forward into great advancement and the miracles that you're wanting to do in and through our lives. We thank you for it, Father. Thank you that you want to speak to us each and every day. And we say, Father, that your word are absolutely the words we're living by. And we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. I want to thank you again for joining me for the podcast today and for listening. My heart's prayer is that in listening to this conversation, that you will move ahead and move forward, that your hearing the voice of the Lord would quicken, and so your pace would quicken, and you would see great activity and movement of God in your life like never before. 
We want to be a help and a blessing to you on your path of destiny in any way that we can. So please visit the website for free resources at jentringale.com. You can check out my YouTube channel on Jen Tringale. Make sure to find me on Instagram and Facebook. And I would love to see you on the road somewhere along the way. So make sure and check out my schedule to see if there is an event happening near you. Have a great week, everybody. I will see you back here next time. Bye-bye.